Yeah. Yeah, so I'm chilling last night because, um, yeah. you know, the boys down south are having a couple snow days here. Um, and I'm chilling. You know, I'd been doing some work that day, you know, catching up on homework, all that. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm in this group project for one of my classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt any of the women in there are listeners of the pod. Just going to say safe bet. None of them will hear this. All right, nothing against any of them. But they scheduled a meeting on FaceTime, a five-way FaceTime call Mm -hmm. at (laughs) 9.50 last night. Okay. That's when they wanted to have it. That's when they scheduled it. So I thought, all right, my job is to not get fucked up. Yeah. I don't have school tomorrow. I don't have anything due tomorrow. Yeah. I have to make it to 9.50 p.m. Yeah. Not <laughs> fucked up. Pretty easy by every metric, you know, yeah. to just, all you do is, is you is you don't get fucked up. And you then I had like two and a half years oh, man. sober as and, a fucking gopher. And, uh, well... Yeah, so it rolled, you know, the clock hits about 6 p.m. I think, hey. <laughs> what could go? Hey, how about, how about we just have one, right? What's the worst that could happen? Just yeah. one. Just one. Nobody ever gets drunk after they have oh. one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever keeps drinking after that. So yeah. I had one, all right. And I only had, like... Three or so, three or four in the fridge. So okay. I was like, okay. I'm just not like I'm What's the worst walk. that could happen? You drink yeah. four? <laughs> I drink four beers and then I go to bed too early or something. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Well, I thought there's no way I'm going to travel through the solid frozen ice <laughs> to get, to, get to the corner store and buy more beer. Yeah. And Jake, you are not going to believe this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Yeah. That sounds about Within right. about an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and then sometimes that Zaza just comes around and it catches you by surprise, you know. Yeah, of course, of course. And then sometimes you are um, pretty much obliterated <laughs> by like nine and, p.m. and uh, and it's eight thirty, and you think, okay, I can sober up in an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, a little bit to where yeah. I'm not like. At a level Cross where people faded. don't feel comfortable talking to me, you know. Um, yeah, and then and then at eight fifty, somebody just starts a call. <laughs> they say, "Hey, I'm just starting the meeting now. You guys can hop in." And you think, "Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. All right, because I'm fucked up. Here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm going to do the professional thing here mm-hmm. and make." myself a cup of tea <laughs> okay after which i'll drink this cup of tea <laughs> which will solve and then all my i problems. will be sober and <laughs> i'll be yeah. more sober than before <laughs> and then i'm gonna get on this meeting and i'm gonna have some really good ideas yeah and i'm not gonna frighten these 19 year old girls yeah um so what i did was i definitely made a cup of tea Made a cup of tea, mm-hmm. and I spent probably the next couple hours drinking that cup of tea. And then yeah. I thought, all right, 
I'm about ready. I'm about... I think I'm ready to have this meeting. I go, I look. Hey, it's about 1130. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? I, I'm on the... I think I'm about ready to have this meeting and then yeah. go to bed. You yeah. Know? And hey, meeting happened a long time ago. Yeah. And guess who still doesn't know what chapter mm-hmm. we are even covering? Right. Doing oh. great in school in general, but speech class is kicking my ass for no reason. Did you ever have to sing that song? Yeah, I ended up singing uh, Roger Miller. Okay. Um, King of the Road. That's not too bad. Because it's, yeah, you know. King of the Road, what? yeah, that's pretty... That's yeah, pretty. you know, that's kind of like... You can sing it badly, and it's mm. like... It's not like, ah, oh, this guy's Is weird. Is that Yingling? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up. It's so, dude, it's so funny that, like, literally, pretty much like clockwork, it's like our shifts ended. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, I fucking... Christmas, Christmas Day, I, I went to Houston, and uh, nothing even particularly, like... You know, like I went and visited my mom and my brother, and and we all got drunk, and it wasn't even like a particularly bad hangover, or it's not like me and my mom got into it. I just woke up and I was like, ah, I think I'm done here for a little while, and like literally like eight days later, you're like, dude, this crazy thing happens. I don't know if you ever heard of this. If you drink seven beers and you smoke weed from the gas station, you get really fucked up. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's. <laughs> I think I just kind of forgot what it was like. Like I no, forgot. dude. It 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 is like because I've gone stretches before. What's funny is this is the longest I've gone without drinking. I think since I was probably like nineteen or twenty years old, which is retarded to say, but whatever. Some some guys, hey, it's it's normal for some guys to start drinking in sixth grade, <laughs> and then just like, and then just anyway, we don't got to go down that route, but like. You do kind of forget after a little while. You're like, that's what's so fucking captivating about falling off the wagon. And I, other podcasters have talked about this, but like that first time, dude, God damn. You're like, man, I, this is what it, it you, you can feel like this. And then, you know, you end up fucking like two weeks go by and you're like, all right, th- this is why I, I stopped or whatever. Yeah, I, it's weird though because. I don't feel tempted to do anything else, like anything worse. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, I don't I, feel tempted to do like the stupid shit I used to do. Like, I don't feel like, man, I really want to like drive. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really <laughs> want like, to go to. Man, a, I want to do pills or coke. Or whatever. Yeah, I want to like, go I to just, a guy's house named bit like fat mike and i want to go get like street press xanax and then i want to go drive my toyota around for like 12 hours the thing is the first few times it was like at bars or whatever yeah, i'd yeah. be like yeah i don't think i even want to drink anymore it's so expensive yeah yeah and then i i rediscovered that age-old practice of drinking alone uh, yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> wow which which here's the thing i remember like when i was in high school, my mom kind of like, you know, one of the many come to Jesus meetings that we had, she was like, I don't mind that you go and out and do stuff. I wish you wouldn't, but you know, drinking alone, you know, that leads to bad things. And I was like, yeah, for sure. But like when I go out, like with my friends, um, we almost go to jail <laughs> like almost every time. Uh, and I, and this was like a couple years after I had gone to jail. So I was like, if you don't want to pick me up from jail anymore, like I was trying to pitch it to her. Like she was wrong. If you don't want to pick your son up from jail anymore, you should just let your son drink in his room alone. 
like every day or whatever, you know, like it's just, you know, it's just kind of this. is Hey, pick your battles. You can pick me up from the county jail <laughs> like 30 minutes from the house or you can let me get blackout drunk in my room and play fucking Tony Hawk. But it, no, like it. I don't I was talking about it a bit on Twitter and like I really appreciate everybody like um, reaching out and stuff and like replying I, and it's not, I don't want to be a dickhead and be like, I didn't ask for that. It's people like, you got to find a hobby, bro. You got to find a fucking hobby. And it's like, I have five hobbies. I have too many. I have, I, I every moment of my life is occupied. Like, well, you got to fucking, uh, you got to like find something that can center yourself. Like, guard you got to start gooning, bro. Yeah. You got to start watching 10 hours. And I, and it's hard for me. And, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on the show. It's hard for me to relay to certain types of people. Like your your po- your joke about like you know, recovery guys just one more day at a time. I was like perfect. It's like it's hard for me to relate to some people when I say, look, I just miss getting fucked up. Like earlier, me and Ashley we we cut up a Granny Smith apple and ate it with some peanut butter. Classic fifth grade snack, timeless treat. And we were sitting there and eating it, and we had this realization that we didn't want that. What we wanted to do was alcohol. <laughs> like, like I was like, I want to. I don't want a green app, green, a Granny Smith apple. I don't want peanut butter. I don't want to make fried rice for dinner tonight. I don't want to watch Megan the movie with the AI computer. I don't want to watch Banshees of Anesrin. I don't want to fucking go work out. I want to drink about thirteen to seventeen beers on my couch, and then be really sick tomorrow. Like that's just you know. And sometimes when you deny yourself that, there's no getting around that. You just have to be in that moment, like uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I've definitely hit that with nicotine um, to where I I don't feel tempted to... Well, okay, I do feel tempted to do it again. Yeah. But I know... Like, I, I feel like the way people a lot of times get addicted to nicotine to where it's, like, actually really hard to quit. Because the first few times, it's not that hard. No, in my no, experience. No. no. When you first... Like when you're a teenager and like say you smoke cigarettes for a little bit and then you kind of stop doing it, you're like, oh, people, that's hard to quit. That was easy. Or like whatever. a pack of cigarettes will last you like a month yeah. and a half or whatever. Like you're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then like you just put it in your head like, oh, I guess I can quit whatever I want, and then it gets to be like I smoke a pack and a half a day. Or yeah, 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 you yeah. know, and and then it's like you'll quit for like three days and you're like, well, at least I know I can quit. Yeah. I'll go ahead and go back to it now. Well, it's like that was like... I just decided I like doing it. It's like you do like doing it. It's enjoyable. But that, you kind of have to be like, all right, I'm just... This is just something I can't do anymore. And it's just like not going to be as fun without it, but that's like, that's okay. That was like my whole thing with, with Coke and pills. Well, also a bunch of other things. Everybody in my life was like, hey, we're sick. <laughs> you're just... You're gross. You're fucked up. You have, you know, but like I would do blow and I'd be like, you know, hmm. Yeah, there it is. There's the there's. OK, we're feeling like God. And then there's, you know. And it's like, I can stop doing this. And it's like, all right. And I wouldn't do it for four days. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you guys <laughs> I'm like telling people I can't imagine how annoying it was to be my friend between the years of like 2013 and like 2019 because I would like brag to people that lived with me. It's like, yeah, dude, I haven't done cocaine in like three days. And they'd be like, yeah, you shouldn't like do it. <laughs> like we all do it every now and then it's like a party drug, but like, you know, I- I'm proud of you, I guess. But like you, you shouldn't say that to people like normal people who work 
at your job who are just like you can't tell that to Eric who works in like payroll. Like, hey Eric, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey Eric. It's funny I'm- whenever you say you're clean off stuff, it can only be certain stuff for it to be like socially acceptable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Have what- you noticed that? Like like if you have a coworker who's like, Yeah, I can't believe like I, I beat my meth addiction. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, there are certain ones that are like inspiring. Like when maybe it's just I'm biased because these are the drugs I used to do. But when somebody's like, yeah, I kicked the opiate thing. I'm like, that's awesome because that shit is all it's it rocks to, to eat painkillers. PKs are the best. They're awesome. But when yeah, when somebody's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I. Uh, yeah, I just had to quit doing cocaine. Cocaine is it fucks. It takes a lot. I mean, all drugs take a lot from you. But cocaine is one of those things where it's like, ah. You know, having been a cokehead, I could say, like, ah, you know, you probably were mean to people, huh? <laughs> like, you probably trashed a lot of relationships, and you probably fucked up really bad. I'm proud of you, but, like, how did you, you know, like, also, cocaine, getting addicted to cocaine in powder form, for some, you know what it is? It's literally, like, classism and, like, TV and, like, it, it, and internalized racism. It's, like, getting addicted to powder cocaine, you're like, yeah, I was snorting that shit pretty bad. And people are like, oh, man, I'm glad you got off it. But I have had people be like, yeah, man, I was a crackhead. And I just have this, like, ugh. And yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah, you're like, oh, so you would, like, throw sewers and drains <laughs> and stuff? Like, what would you well, it's like it, it is from TV and it is like an internal because it's the same basic drug. It's basically the same high. And like but like it is it's, it's just one guy's getting it for cheaper. Yeah, exactly. And you and you smoke it instead of snorting it. But like all the movies, all the TV shows, all the fucking internalized crime bullshit that you get as like a member of the citizen of this country. Somebody tells me that they were snorting too much of that fucking, you know, Colombian Bam Bam. And I'm like, man, I got a kindred spirit here. I feel you. That shit. It's awesome. I'm glad you got off of it. But I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he was like, yeah, I don't know. Me and my wife had to quit smoking crack together. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and for some reason, I know what it is. I just explained what the reason is. It's in my head. I'm like, dude. And, and like, I, again, I was a guy who couldn't pay his bills. Like, I had all the fucking accoutrements and symptoms of it. But when somebody's like, yeah, man, I was smoking crack or meth, you're like, you start to feel bad. But, like, you, you also were an addict, so it's not like you're any better than them, and I know that, but, like, in my head, for some reason, it's that intuitive, like, man, you were a crackhead? <sighs> I never got that bad. I just used to pawn all of my musical instruments for uh, Oxy <laughs> and for Vicodin and stuff and cocaine, but I never smoked crack, so, you know. <laughs> I think I was just really, I was too lazy to commit to being a full-blown being addict. A full-blown addict, yeah. I didn't have enough friends none of my friends had enough money none well, of us were really that res- i i think i think we also kind of kept each other in check like i remember yeah. like you know if somebody would be like doing percocet all the time or whatever it'd be like hey man you can't be the guy who does percocet all the time that's not a good look yeah man. yeah that's yeah, yeah you're not you're not, you're not gonna be getting much local pussy anymore if you keep doing that you know? <laughs> yeah you're gonna have to move to like yeah. new york or something yeah you're gonna have to at least <laughs> move to dallas yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. Yeah, it, well, it's 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 shitty because it's like I, my friends did for that for me, but only after they cleaned up their respective acts. So it was like for a long time, like I like people like I talk and you share stories and, and obviously people had it way worse than we did for sure. But like I just thought for real that I was partying 
like I told you when I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, how much are you drinking? And I was like, oh, just your normal college amount. Like I black out every night. <laughs> he was like, all right. <laughs> and then he's like, drug use. And I'm like, just your normal college stuff, like weed um, and uh, Dilaudid. <laughs> and uh, just like your normal college, normal college stuff, like an eight ball every two, three days. <laughs> and uh, like your normal college stuff, like... Uh, like 500 whippets a week just you know like just silly college boy stuff you know like partying with your friends and 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 it it wasn't until i got like that wake-up call that i realized i we were probably on this like on the other end of that spectrum or whatever but not doing anything i guess the point i was trying to make is is that people and again i i I do appreciate it but it's like I, i think for a lot of guys or a lot of people not just guys but like you have to have that like yeah, man, here's how I did it or whatever. And it's like, I get that. I don't, and I don't need, I don't think I'm even trying to quote unquote get sober guys. I don't do drugs anymore. I'm just like not drinking right now, but like it's, here's an example. This guy that I knew that I worked with for a long time, um, we partied together, did drugs together. He posts now, I'm not kidding, man, on Facebook about 15, 16 times a day about how we have to cling to the tattered robes of Jesus Christ. Like that's one of his favorite phrases is he's like, if you're feeling lost in the world and you want something to hold on to, hold on to to the Christ's tattered clothing, the clothing that he bled and died in. Like he's a super Christian. <clears throat> and for a lot of guys, that's the escape route, you know? Um, but I think it's like spiritual psychosis. It's like the same thing with the AA stuff. I think. Like, some guys, to get sober, they have to become, like, the type of Christian where you're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, they believe, like, you know, like, they, they start getting into the, like, oh, this isn't, like, just religion. This is, like, a mental illness type thing, uh, which mm-hmm. is, like, a prime example of, I'm glad that worked for you, man. Some guys, that's their only out. But uh, for me, I mostly just have to, like, be frustrated. <laughs> Like, I uh, I think I'm going to join the Freemasons if I ever really need an exit. Um, or I'm going to join the military at like 35 because I just raised the age. I'm going to I'm going to join the military. I'm going to be like uh, like a P2 or whatever whenever I'm like 45. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll be like a I'll leave as like a lance corporal when I'm like 60. You know what's really fucking stupid, man? And and I'm just gonna. Lay my cards out on the table here because this is stupid. I know it's dumb about me. I don't support <laughs> like the machine that is the American military apparatus. I don't support the terrible dog shit that like. Well, spe- there goes our whole list. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying like the special operations. All this, I just I'm saying like, but there's a part of me. There's a part of me competitive with myself. And also just, like, a stupid macho part of, like, being a guy that's, like, <laughs> I could be a SEAL. Like, I could do it. What do you do? Push-ups in the rain for, like, six weeks? Carry a big log around? Lo- learn how to do a judo toss? I, <laughs> I already know how to do that. <laughs> like, you learn how to shoot a gun? I've shot guns. Like, I w- dude, I've Googled, like, Delta Force clearance course or, like, Green Beret training. And I'm reading through all of it, and it's, like, oh, su- uh, a sub-five-minute mile? That, that's doable. <laughs> and, like, the average age for, like, a special operations, like a tier one, like, you're 22. Like, they get, 
they pretty much fast track you from like 19 into the fucking teams or whatever into training. And then maybe by 21, 22, you're like an operator. But I am like, I had like a, an era where I was obsessed with like, I want to learn. What does it take to be an army ranger? Let me find out. It's like, all right, you got to do a, a 40 mile ruck in under an hour and a half with like 60 pounds in your back. And I'm like, all right, give me six months. Easy. What else? Um, you got to like scale a mountain and like jump out of a plane 250 times. And, you know, and then like when you're done with all that, like one of the first things you do is you go to war. <laughs> like it's not like being army infantry or just a like, casual infantry where you just kind of like shoot and, you know, maybe you get deployed. It's mm-hmm. like you become like an, a tier one guy. Like you go, you do, that's what, but like in my mind, I'm like, you know what? What am I? 29? Everything falls apart for some reason. You know, show gets canceled. Uh, you know, we don't want to do this shit anymore. Uh, Patreon shuts down, you know, um, band breaks up. <laughs> like, I just somehow, like, don't have a girlfriend. Like, yeah, you know what? I would join the Army at 29, and I could become a Green Beret. It's no problem. <laughs> like, with bad shoulders, shitty hips, bad knees, you know. And I, I don't know why. Like, I, I, didn't, I genuinely don't understand, like, why. It's not a stolen valor thing. I don't want to be in the Army. But it's like, no, I could do it. It's like a... Yeah, yeah. Like when when a fat uncle watches any football game or really any sport, and he's like, "Yeah, what with forty five, he he tried to stiff arm, he should have done the spin move. Now that's what I would." And it's like you wouldn't have done that at all. You would have gotten creamed <laughs> because you're old and fat. It's the same shit, I think. Just the idea that you're way more competent than you actually are. I've been thinking about applying for this part time job at the Fort Worth Police Department. It's uh, it's basically a guy who um. Sort of just hangs out at the impound. <laughs> okay. And I think it's sort of like an impound valet. Yeah. It pays good. But it has a thing on there where it's like, we're going to make you do a polygraph test if you apply to this. Yeah. And um, we're going to ask you whether you've done any uh, illicit drugs other than marijuana in the last 10 years. <laughs> and we're going to ask if you've done marijuana at all in the last two years. And I was just thinking about going in, looking... <laughs> Dressed exactly like I am right now, just covered in like paint stains, queso, like like mustard. Yeah, like my beard has like a hot dog in it. Yeah, and they're like, "Have you ever consumed a drug other than marijuana?" I'm like, "No." (laughs) And they're like, "Within the last two years, have you consumed any type of marijuana?" And I'm like, "No, sir." And they're like, we just checked your record since you got off probation for weed two weeks ago. Is this true? (laughs) Yes, sir, that is true. It was a false bullshit charge, sir. (laughs) May I add, it was from the bastardest Parker County of Texas, (laughs) which is far inferior to the perfect Tarrant County of Texas. The polygraph just explodes. (laughs) Yeah. There was a guy that... Yeah, they're trying to break me, and I keep adding obvious lies, and it's like comes up as true. I'm like, yes, sir, my penis is 10 inches long and black. <laughs> I, uh, yes, sir, I have been with a Korean woman. <laughs> yes, sir, and uh, she was the Asian girl from mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. I, I think they have an Asian girl. I don't know. Me... <laughs> Uh, me, I think that's a guy, actually. Me and Matthew McConaughey smoked, <laughs> smoked weed together uh, at a house party once. You're telling like lies that you would tell to like strangers. My <laughs> uncle killed Ted Bundy in prison. Yeah. 
the guy that <laughs> the guy that killed Jeffrey Dahmer is my cousin. He was like a black guy, <laughs> just being like, yeah, he's my um, nephew. <laughs> we, my my grandfather created the Crips. <laughs> Tookie, yep. Tookie he was, was my. Tookie. <laughs> he was he was. Well, we just called him Uncle Took. Growing yeah, up, yeah, Uncle T, yeah, but and he was, um, he, he was, uh, they never caught him. <laughs> he was lethally injected. <laughs> yeah, he was legally injected with a dose of, um, <laughs> with a dose of prison time. I remember. <laughs> uh, there was a guy, uh, my 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 friend group back home, like. Uh, his like, we hung out several times. He was just in our group. We all party together. Blah 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 blah. Um, his dad was a cop, and like his uncle was a cop. It's just like a family of cops. And he wasn't like a like really gung ho about like law enforcement. It's just like you know, like your dad's a fucking mechanic, and you become like it's just something. So he like wanted to be a police officer. Uh, and uh, he was a big fat guy. So he loses. I'm not kidding, man. Like over a hundred pounds and uh he's like i want to pass this shit with flying colors i want to be a good cop and um he did not know he had no idea that you that they do that shit like they they polygraph you and they ask have you ever done have you ever done any drug this guy changed his whole life like he cleaned up <laughs> like lost weight like stopped hanging out, stopped partying, started eating right. Like he wanted to be like a fit. Like he wanted to be like I think he wanted to be like a state trooper, like work his way up or something. Because everybody in like man and his family had done that. They went to the military and they became cops. So he does all this shit, and uh, this is like a few years back or whatever. And does all this stuff, and then we get a met or like my buddy gets a message from him. I was relayed the story second hand. He's like, "Hey, Sean didn't know that you're not allowed to have ever done coke." <laughs> Like, so they were like, you ever, like, they, they have them, they're asking those questions, like, you ever done any drugs? And he's like, yes, sir, but no longer. And they're like, what drugs have you done? And he's like, oh, um, it's just like super forthcoming. It's like acid, mushrooms, cocaine, pills, uh, poppers. <laughs> I mean, the guy was a party animal. So, like, the, he gets there and they're like, ah, oh, you can't, sorry. <laughs> and he was like, wait. Like I can't and like every one of the cops was like, you're supposed to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're supposed to lie. Like yeah, you're supposed to lie about everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, like my, I know people. I don't know people. I know one guy who's a cop currently in Houston who I used to like hang out with from time to time. Who like got down like that. I'm guessing he just lied, but like yeah, you're a cop. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're a cop. You don't know how to lie, then <laughs> you don't get to be a cop. But it was funny that he was like. You know, like, people are like, honesty is the best policy. Just tell the truth. And he was like, yes, sir. I used to suck dick for heroin. <laughs> like, I, like, yeah, you know. But it was funny that he, like, changed his whole life. Like, I guess yeah. that's a plus, you know. But, like, now he just, like, works at HEB and is, like, jacked. <laughs> it's like. You know where you know where Erath County is? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there was a guy, this is probably 15, 20 years ago, who, um. Used to work for Erath County Police uh, Sheriff's Department or whatever, um, and transferred to a different county, and was like you said, just like honest about everything. Didn't think of anything, you know. Just and one of the questions on the sign-on paperwork was like, "Have you ever been asked to fill out paperwork incorrectly, like on purpose?" And he was like, "Yes, sir. Yes, I have." <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Well, when was this?" He was like, "Oh, at my last, at my last police department." 
Sheriff told us to. So that's. <laughs> and I, yep. I, whatever the sheriff says goes, and, baby. <laughs> yep. And the Erath County Sheriff ended up killing himself. <laughs> He said, "Oh, well, there, see you guys." There goes on the, the pension. There goes the pension. I guess. Look, uh, <laughs> just, just people be like, "Hey, yeah, some people are asking you to resign, but obviously you can just run for sheriff the next county over and get it because yeah. nobody gives a fuck." He's like, "Ah, oh, well, I'd probably better fucking bu- put a bullet in my head." <laughs> it's so funny because cops like. Cops straight up like rape and kill people, and then they just they just take six months <laughs> and, off. And this wasn't like a huge. This was for like some like it was for like PowerPoint training or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it wasn't like he was hiding police murders or anything. Yeah. He was just like lazy. Yeah, he's like a fat. And it came old, back, like, and he was like, "I guess I have to fucking kill, kill myself, <laughs> like Hitler did." I guess I did something that, like, Hitler would do. Yeah. Do you remember the story of the FBI guy that blew his brains out in the middle of the dance floor in Austin? Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I remember seeing a post. I didn't know the girl, but uh, I, I, she... Uh, I don't remember how we ended up following each other, but she was like, <laughs> she was like, I was a concrete, I was a concrete cowboy last night, <laughs> and she was posting like scared, but I was reading it live. It was like concrete cowboy last night, and a guy killed himself in the dance floor, <laughs> which is just like, just just so awesome, dude. Like, apparently he was like embroiled in a scandal, and his wife was leaving him. It was just bad, but it's like, go, dude, go home, pour yourself a nice tall glass of scotch. Pop some fucking oxy or just, you know, let it loose. Let it all hang out. Throw on some fucking Allison chains and and swallow that bullet. But, like, <laughs> party rock. Party rock is in the house yeah. tonight. <laughs> tonight, give me every pop. <laughs> I crashed my car into a bridge. I don't care. <laughs> I would be so mad if I was, like, Imagine, imagine there was probably a guy in there who was about to slip something into Holman's drink, and right as he was about to, a guy killed himself out on the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> also, just like imagine you're <laughs> imagine rolling, yeah, yeah, and somebody yeah. kills himself, yeah. Well, like you, uh, maybe you strike out, dude. Maybe you're not good with ladies, but you. <laughs> You fucking one good night. Maybe it's your shirt was fitting right. Maybe your cologne was hitting. Maybe you got your hair to part in just the right way. Maybe you fucking everything was working out for you, and you fucking hit it off with the girl across from you. You guys lock eyes with each other, and you're like, man, you know, I don't come out here a lot. I'm kind of an indoor cat. She's like, oh my god, me too. I I just want to come out and meet people. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I really feel like. Maybe we're making some kind of connection, and then y'all are talking, and you find out she works in finance, and you do too, and you know you're just kind of scared to make this connection, and then you lean in to kiss her, and boom, <laughs> fucking yeah, the guy just blows the, his fucking brains out. <laughs> the DJ's like, I should have known when that guy tipped me twenty thousand dollars to play Rocket Man, <laughs> and I think it's gonna be a long, long time. The touchdown takes me down to get to fine. Pow, pow. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. That's so anyway. awesome. There's, there's like not a, there's not a lot of better places to kill yourself than in, uh, <laughs> in like the middle of a fucking dance floor. Um, 
That's kind of fucking honestly, man. What a detention whore move. Killing yourself is already kind of like a fucking. All right, you're gonna be the topic of conversation for at least like three years. Like you know, like I told you, I one of the reasons I stopped having beers was because I would have like four, and I'd be like, "You look like a guy who wants to hear about my dad killed himself." <laughs> like, I just, like I just kept doing that shit, and it's annoying and bad. So, but it's like to kill yourself on a Saturday night, <laughs> prime time. In the middle of fucking middle of a dance floor in Austin, Texas. You're not doing it like in the middle of Buffalo, Texas on the honky-tonk floor. <laughs> You're doing it in one of the coolest, hippest, metropolitan, like whatever. It's like going to Brooklyn. <laughs> fucking going to a club and being like, yeah, I think this is where it, this is where this shit stops. In the middle of a fucking... I want to kill myself at ACL. You know. You do it at a, at a comedy venue that seats eight people. <laughs> I do it at an open mic that I just did. I kind of feel like this is. I kind of feel like my dad did it. So if I, I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this is a complete, yeah. It would be. It would be like. Be like oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that it, it's like yeah. Shrek two was good, but it would have been better if it was, if Shrek one went like that. You know? Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that the other day. Like I was like. I wasn't having, like, suicidal thoughts or anything. Like, I've been doing okay. I've been trying to hang in there or whatever. But, like, I, I was driving and I was like, if I wanted to, like, I shouldn't. You shouldn't kill yourself. It's bad and it really fucks people's lives up. I've learned that lesson the hard way. But also I can't because it's like, <laughs> it kind of beat me to it. <laughs> like, you're like, well, I mean, you know, he kind of, it would be like copying. <laughs> it would be like, it would literally be like biting somebody's, like, drip. You know, like yeah. like some guy does a fashion statement or whatever. Like uh, it's like, oh, that bomber's sick, man. Where'd you get it? Hey, bro. Like, in my what if it, what if in my dad's note he was like gatekeeping? <laughs> he was like, hey, bro, this, I'm on this wave. Like, you got to get your own wave, bro. You got to get skin cancer or something, <laughs> man. Yeah, you got to get back into pills or something. It's got to go a different yeah. way, bro. You can't. This is my. I'm. This is my vibe. You know, you can't be biting my style. You know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, I still think it was funny that, that those that group of like bikers wanted my great grandfather killed, and then he just died of skin cancer on his own. <laughs> yeah, at like ninety eight. Yeah, that's how you gotta go. My, I think we should. I, I think we should try and live to be what 150, 160? Yeah, I love the fucking uh, right now. The who's that guy? Thomas something. Thomas White. No, I'm just kidding. He's a uh, he's like the futurist um, longevity guy, and Joe Rogan's had him. He's really big right now in the like Rogan sphere of podcasts, and he's like uh, the first person to live to 150 has already been born, I believe. And uh, everybody's buying into his snake oil shit, and it's like I have you seen motherfuckers at like 82? Like, what does 150 look like? What does that look like? I think I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I think. Like, post, post like, after 65, unless you're, like, a really healthy guy, which neither of us are for the most part, you're just, like, a liquidity pool for, like, the pharmaceutical industry. Like, that's what you're... Yeah, like. I remember I had, a, I had a teacher who came into class one day and was like, well, I'm sorry I was absent yesterday. My father died. And we were like, oh, that's awful, you know? He didn't have to come back so soon. She's like, yeah, he was... He was 104. <laughs> And we, like, everybody, like, stopped being like, oh, yeah, and yeah. it was just, just like, well, yeah, it's a pretty good fucking run. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, 
Hey, you don't get to complain about fucking anything. You got, goddamn, you got like seventy years with the man. Yeah, literally. Like you get if if this is how my great granddad was, or like we went. To, he had a funeral and it was really sad. Blah 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 blah. The motherfucker was almost a hundred. I think he was like ninety four, ninety five. He quit drinking. It's just for perspective. He quit drinking at 65 because he was, like, getting on in age. And then he lived another 30 years. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's stupid. And it's, like, not a fucking novel observation. But it's, like, it's, it, this, this shit's long. And I guess in the grand scheme of things, cosmic timeline or whatever, it's short. But, like, when my great-granddad died, I remember I was in high school. And uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I was looking out of an excuse to, like have to take uh some tests that day so i like uh and then i could sign myself out of school at the time because i had like turned 18 or whatever and i was like hey i'm just not feeling it i want to sign myself out and they're like oh we went up to the teacher I was like i had a death in the family or whatever we're like talking like really quietly it's like oh, i'm sorry to hear that it's like yeah i didn't think it through too good and i was like it was my great granddad I could see in her face that you can't be like, hey, that motherfucker. Like, she couldn't say, hey, sit your ass back down. (laughs) We're going to take this geometry quiz ASAP. She was like, oh, oh, well, um, I I hope you feel better. Like, the the most not sincere. Because you do. Yeah. You lose a little bit of sympathy. Like, if your grandparents raised you, because I know a couple people like that, like parents weren't in the parents weren't. Your grandparents raised you. All right. That's an excuse. No matter how old they get there, you know. I'm just trying to think of the best one. Sorry, my my son got killed by a bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's one year old yeah, yeah. and he just picked the soft spot yeah. on his head. He got picked up by a took, peregrine. T- took one t- took one peck from a crow and it killed no. my son instantly. My son got picked up by a hawk. <laughs> yeah, my my son got eaten by a giraffe. He went to the yeah, zoo. Yeah, he just picked him right out of my so, arms with his big ass neck, gulped him down. So yeah, I don't think I could finish uh, taking this court ordered urine test <laughs> yeah yeah my dad used to tell me he would try anything to get out of getting randomly piss tested at jobs he's like yeah uh one time i just uh i just got up and left because i heard so he had a i guess he had a buddy that worked in the office at a couple jobs and he told me that his buddy would text him it's like hey we got the list you're not on it my dad back like, ah whoo dave fights another day and then one time or whatever a handful of times that buddy would text him hey we got the list. You're like fourth. So if you're dirty, you know, figure something out. And I guess the times my dad didn't have the fake piss on him. My dad told me he was just like, yeah, I just I just left work. <laughs> like he just he knew he was getting popped at his, his bosses. Called, hey, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, my son's sick. <laughs> like he used me as an excuse like several times. <laughs> we would be bullshit and talking and he'd like come home from work early. I think I was in high school or whatever. And. He's like, uh, you know, he's like, oh, they they closed down the plant for today, and then like we would drink together, and like, it, the truth would come out like later that night. He's like, yeah, I heard they were popping people, so I left randomly. And boss called me, and I told him you're at the hospital. <laughs> Just like, uh, like all right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good excuse. It's like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Well, it's like it's a good excuse. Like, I mean, you can't. All right, well, because if you're sick, like, I I don't know if you've worked in places that are really strict about doctor's notes, but I've tried to call out or leave early because I'm hungover or I want to go fucking party or I just don't want to work. And I say, I'm not feeling good. And my boss is like, if you don't have a fucking doctor's note here tomorrow at six in the morning, you don't work here. And I'm like, fuck it. All right. So sometimes I, I have I've definitely done the same shit. I'm like, my mom, her car exploded. 
There's some shit, you know, you're like, I don't want to go to the doctor. I don't have money for that. But I definitely don't want to be at work right now, so I guess I'll fucking, you know, make up some bullshit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, having a job is so funny. There's, you know, you can't even really put a finger on it. Do you Do you know? I, go ahead. Sorry. That was, I didn't know what I was saying there. What you got? I was going to say, like, I guess I could call myself a workaholic insofar as, like, I have to keep busy or I kind of, like, straight up do go nuts. But, like, I don't believe anybody when they say, like, I love working. Like, sometimes, like, I'll hear people that are like, yeah, I just really love my job, man. Like, a guy I work with, for example, he's, like, we've been talking and, like, I forget sometimes that, like, not everybody is, as I guess, like, cynical or, like, j- like just pissed, like, just bitter as I am or whatever because I'm so cool, complicated guy and mysterious, too, and sexy. Uh, <clears throat> I was like, yeah, you know, I fucking clocking in and clocking out bullshit. And he's like, I really like my job, man. It's awesome. I love, I love what I do. I don't believe that. I don't believe anybody loves what they do unless you, like, you know, I don't know, unless you're, like, an actor or something or, like, a fucking, you know. It just it doesn't seem nothing seems like it's enjoyable or worth doing, outside of being like uh, like a musician or something or like something cool like a fucking painter, you know or like like do you think the guys that work at Boeing who make the missiles that kill people like with it probably they're like all autistic they need to do math all day. I think the guys that work at Lockheed like seventy hours a week they're like fuck yeah making that paper baby yeah probably yeah no for sure that's what I do well I know like I I we've talked about this before we've both known guys that like work in the trades that are like 80 hours a week. God, I love it. I'm out there picking up money. I love to, I think, a, I think a big part of that, I've thought about this cause I used to kind of enjoy working like 60 to 70 hours a week. I think a big part of it is like, you don't feel like you're wasting any time. Yeah. No, like you sure. don't feel like you're wasting any part of your life because you're either sleeping and getting ready for work or working or eating or whatever, or you're working. Almost every waking hour is for working. And you think of it like, well, I'm getting after it. Like, I'm securing my future. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, this is what I was supposed to do. This is what my parents did, my grandparents, all that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, and their grandparents were sharecroppers or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they were out in the field like, fuck yeah, I'm making this money for the guy who owns the land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. once I fucking prove myself as a worthy manservant you know <laughs> basically he's gonna give me a whole bunch of land yep. man we are cruising yeah. being a sharecropper is awesome <laughs> my little starving baby who has yellow fever he's gonna be a fucking one, steel tycoon one of the someday. reasons that we have 12 fucking kids a litter is because of how good our life is it's so goddamn yeah. good that we need to have we need to make hands we don't need to make children i need to ranch hands to work like, I, I used to fucking love working, like, 72 hours a week to bring home, like, 800 bucks. <laughs> and now I'm like... Yeah. I did, yeah. Now I'm like, man, that was some bullshit, dude. Because, yeah. I mean, I make less than that now, even when I do have work. But it's, like, just... I, I think you get addicted to the stability of it, too. For sure. You know what I mean? Well, like, like, if you're... Yeah. If you can... If that's what you do to pay your bills and there's no other way that's like really available to you yeah you're gonna like crave going to work and feeling okay about yourself 
I don't disagree with that. I think a lot of guys don't know what to do with themselves if they're not at work. I I think that's true. I also think there's some truth to the idea that, like, a lot of those guys live fucking incredibly reckless lives. And I've been a part of it. And I've, like, kitchens, labor jobs, trades, whatever the fuck. Like, you, if you're not working, you're probably doing drugs or getting fucked up. Or, like, you know, doing something stupid. Also, fucking, if you've got three child support payments <laughs> like, it's kind of something that you just have to do and also if your truck payment is like 986 dollars a month and your insurance on that is like 380 dollars because you have two duis it's like you just to survive you kind of have to bring in like six grand a month and the only way you do that is working like 80 hours of ot a month or whatever the fuck uh, but like whatever you know i don't i don't i have no qualms with that type of people who like will mock them like oh those guys think they're tough for working 100 hour weeks look i don't think anybody this shit's hard it man. is hard if you here's the thing i've i've worked fucking seven twelves outdoors in the heat at a fucking plastics plant and i've worked from my couch 20 hours a week and i can tell you that guys who work out there are tougher than me <laughs> and i was tougher than i am now Fucking three years ago, four years ago when I used to do that shit. It's not... It, look, I'm sorry. If you have a fake email job and you're like, oh, the, the blue-collar guys, they think they're so... T- it, they, they got it. They, it's a harder life, man. It's okay. You're a pussy. It's, we're soft now. Like, it's, it's okay. We don't... Those guys, are they annoying? Yes. Are they fucking abrasive and cocksuckers? Absolutely. But if your fucking whole day is like, can we circle back to this? Hey, I just took a look at those slides, and they're really not up to snuff. Um, can we circle back? I'll schedule a Zoom call with you. You are a soft little baby. It's okay. If you do things outside of work that, like, uh, maybe, you know, can, like, up the ante in the masculine realm a little bit, maybe you lift or something, I don't fucking know. But from 9 to 5, you're a little baby. It's okay. You don't have to be, you know, let those guys handle the fucking the, the shitty, the yeah. shitty work. You know, there's guys who have, like, an 85 IQ, and they poop in a box every day. <laughs> and they fucking, I mean, they'll hit each other with rocks for fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is so and true. And you don't have to say you're harder than that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. You, you wouldn't, you don't see a homeless guy, and you say, that fucking pussy thinks he's yeah. fucking, can, oh, yeah, oh, congrats, you can survive out in this way. <laughs> You know, it's like that guy's life kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, it does. And yeah, maybe his priorities aren't straight. But whose are and, really? You know, you know, dude. If you, I feel like uh, heat exhaustion does things to your brain that people do not no. realize. I don't think people understand working out and fucking, dude. When the heat index is 115 degrees, you do not realize what that does to a man's brain. No. <laughs> like I, I remember um, we used to work. Like 10 to 12 hour days mm-hmm. and, you know, that type of stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not every day, but there's guys who work like that every day. And, dude, you get home and you can't have a thought. No, you don't. You have nothing. You 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 you, you can drive home, but you don't think – I, would, I wouldn't listen to music no. or anything. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Get home, complete silence, not say anything, just shower. Yeah. Not even have dinner, just go to mm-hmm. sleep, wake up, hungry as fuck the next day, but I don't even know – like that, I can just get food and eat. Yeah. I don't buy groceries. No, ever. you're not. You're eating food from the gas you station. Get, you don't get groceries. You don't fucking. 
you you grab something to eat on your way to work, then you work, then you maybe grab something to eat on your way home, and then you fucking take a shower, go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. That's and if that's your whole life, then basically what's important to you is whatever you're driving to work and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you don't give a Dude, fuck about your house. There were there were times my brother had, would tell me this shit, and I, I honestly was in such a fog because we we would we were working five thirty to f- like six, sometimes six thirty. Uh, at this plant I worked at for a little while and um, I would so here's my I remember after like day 10 I couldn't deal with it anymore so I would go to the store and I'd pick up two Mickeys and a bag of hot fries because I knew I couldn't I didn't have it in me to eat a whole meal but I knew I wanted to be fucked up but I knew I needed to eat something my brother would tell me that he would come home from like his buddy's place or whatever and I would be on the couch asleep Holding two fo- one forty in my lap, one in my hand, bag of hot fries, dust all over my high vis vest, work boots still on. Passed the fuck out at like seven p.m. Like right when I got home, I got would maybe get like a quarter of the way through the Mickey's or whatever. And there and it's like you 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 work so fucking hard at nothing. Like you're building the plant, and you and with like with with uh, landscaping, it's like you're doing something, but your body doesn't know that. It just knows that you've been in the sun for like thirteen or fourteen hours. And it knows that you've had like max 400 calories. It thinks you're dying. And so when you, and you know this, you get home and you're like, what am I going to, what am I going to provide my body with? Whataburger sounds good. 16 beers sounds awesome. <laughs> like how about both of those things? You know? So not, not yeah. only after, again, your body doesn't know that you're at work. It just knows that you're dying. After that, you just like, Hey body, you're going to have to hang in there <laughs> because we're going to drink like 15 course banquets and then we're going to eat a bag of fucking Andy's hot fries and then we're going to fall asleep in our clothes because that's just where we're at. Yeah. That's good for you. <laughs> it's good for men to, to experience that. I do think, I think there are certain jobs everyone should have once in their life. I think everyone should be a waiter at least once. I think everyone should do something outdoors. I think everybody, no, it doesn't have to be landscaping, it doesn't have to be working at a fucking plant. But just something like that. Because you do... I sound like my fucking granddad. You do gain an appreciation, I think. Like, you know, like... It, it, like The shittiest jobs on planet Earth or whatever. I mean, the, some of the people that work them suck dick and fuck them, I guess. But, like... Whenever I complain now about working... I've told you this. Ashley's like... You know... You're on the couch. <laughs> like, you... Like, you're on the couch, you've been watching cartoons, and you're mad that you have to send an email to a lady, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I'll be like, man, I have to figure out how Adobe works. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Dude. And then, like, I'm like, oh, man, this job application, it took me, like, fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> God, That's what I mean about hating work, dude. Like, guys like us must have such short-term memories. Because we've had way shittier lives, and we complained then a little bit. I feel actually like I complained less. Maybe I didn't have time to complain, but got like me and you. Are- I was just at peace with the fact that I was a slave. Yeah, yeah, true. I feel yeah, yeah. like at certain points in my life, it's been like hundred dollars a day sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that's good money. A lot of people. There's kids in Africa who don't even have dollars. It's a different <laughs> currency altogether. Well, it's like. Well, you know, doing the math on that for like 12 hours, you're like, all right, so if I work 10 hours, that's 10 an hour, which ain't bad, baby. 
If I work 12 hours, that's less than minimum wage. So we just got to keep this to a 10-hour day, and I'm in double digits, baby. <laughs> like, Yeah, and it's only an hour and a half drive yeah. home. Yes, sir. Yeah. God damn it, dude. <laughs> I fucking, dude, those jobs always manage to be like three yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, round yeah. Round trip of driving. And it, no, no, no gas. No, or no, no. Given to you. Just, just an oil change every three weeks. <laughs> yeah. That you need and you don't get except for every It's six like a months. quarter of your paycheck for that yeah. week or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. So your car sounds like a train <laughs> when you start it. Yeah. Dude, I, like, yeah. I, I, sometimes, like, I have to remind myself it's like, hey, dude. Like, do you remember, uh, like, you remember roofing and getting paid a hundred dollars a day to be on a hot roof, or like, you remember like painting houses and like, you know, like, that was your rapper come up story, okay? Like, you're still, you know, started from the bottom and we're like maybe five rungs from the above it, <laughs> I guess. Like, just remember how it used to be, you know, and how you just kind of, you just kind of lived your life. You didn't bitch too much, you know. Maybe you're like, fuck, it's hot out here. But there was a simplicity to it, you know. There was like a, like a fuck. All I have to do is get up at four in the morning, and it's already a hundred degrees outside, and I just gotta go to work. I just that's all I that's all I have to do. And then when I come home, I can eat a chicken tender that's cold from the fridge. I can smoke half a cigarette. I can jack off, and I can go to sleep. Like that's it. Yeah, download download Hinge for thirty seconds, and then delete <laughs> yeah. it. Throw your phone against the wall. Yeah, scroll through Tinder and your Te- text text your ex girlfriend from eighth grade because it's the only woman you have in your phone. I do remember when I moved back home and I was like single or whatever. And I was like, I was like on Tinder in Pasadena, Texas, and I was like, "Yep, uh, yeah, uh huh." This is uh, yeah that uh, like I don't know, man. Like I, it's not a problem I deal with anymore, obviously, but like. Whenever I would be home from college or whatever, and I was like, oh, I guess I'll hop on Bumble or whatever. It's like, I went to kindergarten with that girl. I threw, mul- <laughs> I threw mulch at her head. Oh, uh, uh, you know, that girl, I think we went on a date when we were in ninth grade, and I uh, told her about Rotten.com. That didn't go over too good. <laughs> like, I think I had a fucking plenty of fish account when I was in Peaster, Texas, and there was only one other girl on there. It was like two girls. <laughs> <laughs> It's like two like daycare <laughs> teachers who lived like forty five minutes away. I just deleted it instantly. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, you swipe or whatever. It'd be like ah, oh, left, left. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, never. That's all. I had an okay. That's all. Folks. I had an okay Cupid account, uh, and that was, it was the same when I like okay Cupid was big for a bit. I guess uh, like because you could customize your account more or whatever, you know. And uh, like um, anyway. Uh, and I would like go back to Pasadena, and I would like open the app or whatever. Swipe once, nothing. Swipe two. Oh, I think I know that girl. She works at the CVS. I think I went and bought a bunch of Robitussin, and she <laughs> checked me out or whatever. We can't talk to her, you know. That she knows I used to drink Robitussin for fun. Swipe a third time, it's like just a, a real, a big old. <laughs> you know, just, you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know. By the fourth one, it that's it. It's gone, you know. Yeah, and you're like, all right, yeah. Maybe I'll move. Maybe I'll move to. Uh, do they do they got Tinder in China? Do you think that they do they have dating apps over there? Is that a stupid question? I don't know because I know that, you um, know. I I can't say I've ever thought about that. Before. <laughs> well, I re- I remember <laughs> I remember downloading Tinder when I was in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> Why the fuck were you? In the, why were you in the Dominican Republic? It was only for a few days. <laughs> okay. And 
Well, as it turned out, I've quickly learned I did not speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. So. But my buddy I was with kept getting matches. And just speaking, they were just speaking in broken English to him. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Oh, well. Yeah, it was cool for him. It wasn't cool for me. I was like, do they? How do they know I'm not rich automatically? <laughs> your vibe, just your online vibe. All, all, I'm like, all these women have made two dollars in their whole lives. <laughs> Plays a stupid fucking banana island. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, yeah, that's so funny. Like, yeah, you either work at the casino or you work in a fucking <laughs> banana farm, gua, guava mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the fucking that is digging for doubloons <laughs> in the sand. You can't even suck a player off. I love that you're getting uppity about being in a third. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're like, being hey. in a third world country, and you're like, y'all, y'all ain't ever made y'all ain't ever made fifty dollars <laughs> a day <laughs> working. Y'all motherfuckers don't know your shit. Parents have, your, your parents have never seen you to the cheapest resort in Punta Cana. <laughs> As a high school graduation gift. Um, <laughs> trying to do sex tourism. Not the, I'm not saying anywhere, but like, yeah. just like a guy who's like, like, like they don't want to fuck him because they can tell he's poor. And it's like, hey, yeah, I'm like 20 pina coladas deep. But I'm like, nobody wants to fucking suck a young man's dick over here. I'm just at like a concert. Not even everybody's in a twerking and just, pulling their guns out because it's the Dominican Republic. I'm at like a family play. <laughs> yeah. Nobody want to fucking put some slobber on the knob tonight. Damn. Uh, the fucking. <laughs> I remember dude, I got kicked out of every restaurant on that resort because well, I would walk into places with no shoes and no shirt. I thought that was just allowed there. I was so drunk yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, because it was one of those all-inclusive yeah, resorts, yeah. but not like it was like one of the. Cheap kind for of sure, yeah. I've been to several, yeah. Yeah, so they let you start drinking at like seven. In the <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. And so it was all inclusive, dude. I would have like thirty drinks per day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they put four bottles, four full bottles of liquor in your hotel room. Yeah. Too, uh-huh. For after the bar. Yeah. Club. Yeah. <laughs> and me and a buddy drank three of those bottles our last night. Yeah. You, we, um, that God, dude, we were so fucked up the whole time. I was like walking on all fours <laughs> for parts of that journey. Yeah, I those all okay. So like, I remember as a kid when I heard all inclusive resort, I was like, oh, that's where Paris Hilton goes. And then my mom was like, she got like a discounted like um, thing in the like. She, I don't know if I remember if she won it or what. Maybe from like a radio. Station. Anyway, it was an all inclusive resort in Jamaica. All of us for like three hundred bucks or some four hundred bucks. And uh, I think it was some kind of giveaway. I don't remember. But anyway, I remember thinking like, "Damn, we're on the." Co-. I was like nineteen. I was like, "We're on the come up. We're going to all inclusive resort." Hey, listen. <laughs> um, you can go to all certain all some all inclusive resorts. You can stay there for seven days for like three hundred dollars. <laughs> like the food is like barely edible, and the alcohol is like what they would use to like degrease an engine. Like I've been to several of those. Yeah, dude, they use that shit for surgeries. <laughs> yeah. To like sterilize scalpels and shit. I had a I remember I had a fucking margarita there. My teeth turned clear. <laughs> I, when, we, when we were at the we were at the one in Jamaica, uh, the way that they would do their pina coladas is the guy would uh, pour the slushy, like he would pour the mix. So it was like a uh, a frosty or something, you know, like it was like slushy, and mm-hmm. then he would pour the rum in it, so it wasn't mixed, and he would hand it to you. 
So it would be like like the top half of it was just black, like shitty two dollar rum, and then the bottom of it was just like the mixer, like the the frozen drink. Dude, oh god, and ah, and, and f- terrible memories. Yeah, and I drank when you you put it in a perfect way where it's like. If I walk out of my hotel and the bar's open at 7.30 and I know I don't have to pay, it's covered, I'm going to start drinking at 7.30 in the morning. Like, it's just, like, that's the type of guy I am. Like, I know, like, I went, we went to my my buddy's bachelor party and and a couple of the guys were like, I'm going to take it easy today. I'm going to wait till, like, 7 or 8 p.m. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Like, if I go outside and the sun's rising and the bar's open, I'm going to start drinking because I can't. Because it's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's just the way that... That's what you do, man. God. Yeah, I, uh... Fuck. Good times. I mean, you should... You, you know, it's... <laughs> we should... We need to do a show in, like, some country where we don't speak the Honduras. language. <laughs> yeah, that would go well. I think we'd do well in Honduras. We're good yeah, stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't... It's... They would sell our organs pretty fast. <laughs> For sure. For sure, they would like get mad when they cut us open and it's all fucked up in there. Oh yeah, dude, it would look like it would look like like when you buy a pair of, uh, like a pack of cigarettes in Europe and it's got like the warning symbols. Yeah, the on lungs there. are all like green all the and shit. Yeah, pictures. <laughs> Somebody's guy's. Yeah. for some reason the guy's face there's, is blown off with like a shotgun. There's like a, yeah, they cut us open. There's like a Tamagotchi in there. <laughs> It's like when they dissect like a bull. I used shark to, I used to try to eat pennies oh, when I was a kid, horn. so there's just yeah. like a dollar and change in my gallbladder. There's there's teeth in <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, like, uh, half of a tire. Small Ziploc baggies from when I got pulled over and had to swallow weed. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, an entirely unchewed hot dog. <laughs> I don't know how that got in here. Oh fuck! Uh, uh, if you're listening to this, thanks. Uh, that means that you are listening to the free episode of Pendejo Time. But I don't know if you know this about us, uh, Pendejo boys. We've got uh, a Patreon where you can go and sub and get more episodes and more content. Uh, we've been at this for like a couple years now. So if you're a subscriber, you get a whole backlog of shit. Uh, five bucks a month, you get uh, four extra episodes a month, a premium a week. Uh, for ten bucks a month, you get all that shit. Um Plus a video episode every month. Uh, we just put one out. It's probably my favorite one that we've done. Maybe ever. I don't know. I was going back and listening to it. And I was like, God damn it. That, that was pretty good. Uh, I'm not going to gas myself that much. If you want to give us 50 bucks a month, go ahead. Um, yeah. I don't, you don't have to do that shit. Uh, once again, uh, I think it's just my brother's friend Riley uh, at this point. Thanks, Riley. <laughs> Thank you, Riley. Uh, I don't know why you keep doing that shit. Um Anyway, and if you are wondering whether you were included uh, in our uh, fan base that we love, we support all races as well as gender uh-huh. identities and ethnicities uh-huh. um, for for the most part. So if you guys want to hop on the Pendejo train, just know that you uh, are loved and Yeah, valued. it might seem like we only cater to white men, but we cater to yeah. all types of guys. And uh, we also, on that note, would like to present our sponsor of the week, Exxon. Exxon, yeah. Exxon, thank you for providing our beautiful oil mm-hmm. to all these communities of color and for make, keeping our oceans running blue. <laughs> thank you, folks, and you have a great Bye. week. Goodbye. <laughs>